Today is Wednesday, March the 23rd, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, I talk what happened last night as Sal kind of loses to the Citadel 4-3 to to notch their fourth consecutive loss. Guys, I will give my full thoughts, my full takeaways, and debrief what happened last night in Charleston, South Carolina. Guys, all that much more packed show here in this Wednesday. Of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Be sure to stay tuned to all of our latest drops, including T-shirts, hoodies, pullovers, long sleeves, tank tops, koozie stickers, flags, you name it. We got it for all your Gamecocks merchandise needs. Be sure to check us out. That's TSUS.store. TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys, happy Wednesday. Hope you're all doing well. Appreciate you all tuning in. I hope this show just finds you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. Um, first things first, just a quick reminder, we are live tonight at Tin Roof in the Vista, 6 to 8, taking your questions, comments, calls. Of course, $3 draft, $3 rumple, $3 fireball as well. Great food, great people, great times. Again, would love to have you guys come on out for that. Again, that's Tin Roof in the Vista, 6 to 8. Again, guys, happy hump day. Hope you're having a fantastic week thus far. And would love to see you out at Tin Roof. Also, if you cannot make it in person, of course, we do stream those shows live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch as well. So again, you can leave your questions, comments there. Of course, podcast Daily Crow rolling all week and content is bleeding out the eyeballs. Guys, of course, as we sit here, I've got a lot to say. Before I do that, I want to go ahead and knock out our ad read. And of course, that is for our latest partner and our newest partner and someone I'm very proud to be partnered with, the best real estate agent, and best real estate team in the Columbia area. That is Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team 
with Coldwell Banker. Guys, the proof is in the pudding. The numbers speak for themselves. This team helped over 250 families last year. They work with both buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. Guys, they do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high-quality pictures and video. And last year, they sold homes for, on average, 5.4% more than the competition. Now, guys, right now, we're in a seller's market, but Marissa's able to get buyers under contract and new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give Marissa a call today, 803-406-1800. That's 803-406-1800. Also, be sure to go like her Facebook page on Facebook. Of course, that's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook. And stay tuned, by the way, because we're going to be collaborating with Marissa for a fantastic giveaway, some TSUS merch. So again, be sure to stay tuned to that. Of course, guys, again, if you're in the market, you're looking for a real estate agent, you're looking for the best agent and best team in the local Columbia area, look no further than Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker. And be sure to tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Guys, I grew up watching South Carolina baseball. Okay. And I'm a baseball guy. You, you all know I am. Right. I, I played the game since I was three years old, uh, since since really I was born. You know, I, I played baseball and I also played competitive golf growing up. For those that didn't know that, that's kind of beside the point. But I chose baseball at an early age because while I loved other sports, I had a passion for baseball. Right. And I grew up watching South Carolina baseball. And, you know, there's jokes out there on social media. When did, when did Chris become a Gamecock fan? When did C. Philly start liking South Carolina? And, of course, guys, I was a baseball player first. So, you know what? It didn't bother me to go to a Clemson baseball camp and rock, rock a Clemson hat, if you will. I was a baseball player first. But make no mistake, I was a Gamecock fan, okay? Growing up, born and raised, bled garnet and black, probably since late 2001, early 2002, make no mistake, I grew up a Gamecock fan. And I grew up watching the Steve Pierces and the Landon Powells and the, the Justin Smokes and the Reese Havens and the Justin Darnett, the James Darnells, excuse me, and the, the, the Travis Joneses of the world and the Harris Honeycuts, and, of course, into Whit Merrifield and JBJ and Bobby Haney and Blake Cooper, and Michael Roth, and the list goes on and on. The Phil Dishers of the world, guys I've had on my show, and then I can name one after another after another. And so I grew up watching Carolina baseball when every kid in this state wanted to be a Gamecock. It meant a lot to be a Gamecock, right? Everybody coming up in showcase ball, in high school, all the best players wanted to go play at Sarge Fry Field. Everybody wanted to wear the garnet and black. Everyone wanted to rock the Carolina across their chest. That was an honor to do so. And guess what happened? <laughs> the best players did go there. And watching South kind of baseball growing up, I remember watching them. I remember watching them, guys. Of course, you all know. You probably know at this point. I'm a Justin Smoke guy. That is my all-time favorite kind of baseball player. What I loved about watching Justin Smoke 
was the confidence and like I used to think of it as, and you know, you you can laugh and scoff and whatever. You know what? I have my own lingo, and if you don't like it, then fuck off. But the Carolina swag, dude. Like guys had swag. Guys had had an a sense of arrogance. Like we knew how good we were. We would pick on people. We would beat up on people. We knew how good we were. That that Carolina confidence, man. Watching a guy like Smoke, Disher, Darnell Havens, watching these guys get in the box and the way they approached the game and played it and just played it with an easiness and a fun and a joy for the game. And to play for the Carolina on the front, to represent the Gamecocks, I'm hurting, man. I, I mean, I'm I'm really hurting. I'm hurting a lot more than I thought I'd ever hurt after a midweek game. But I am just so fucking sick and tired. I love Carolina baseball, and it fucking irritates me beyond words, beyond what words can state. I have I have kept it together for so long, man. And listen. I'm not jumping ship now, folks. I'll be at every fucking game the rest of the season. All 36 of them, I will be there. We could lose every single one of them, and I'm going to be there. But I tell you what, man, after last night, and, and you know what? You lose some, you win some in the midweek. I get it, bro. We all understand how this game of baseball works. But at some point, at some point, you can't keep saying, oh, well, just tip your cap. Oh, well, that's just the game of baseball. No, you're South Carolina, dude. You're South Carolina baseball. They should be tipping their cap to us. Teams tip their cap to us because we are better than them. This program has become a fucking shell of itself, bro. And again, I have been as nice as I could possibly be about it. Guys, I, again, counter baseball is very personal for me. And I'll tell you this too, selfishly. Since I started the Spurs Up show back in January of 2017, even when my account was very, very small, right? I mean, I'm talking a thousand followers, right? Way back in the beginning. The, the dudes on the Carolina baseball team and the parents of players. And it's been a really cool, tight-knit community, right? It really has. It's been really, really fun and really awesome. Because, guys, again, I am a fan, right? I bleed garnet and black. I'm able to separate my fandom to give you all real takes and opinions. But make no mistake, I come from the fan side of things. I speak with you, not to you as a fan. So to have that type of relationship with players and parents and, and feeling like, you know, th these, these are my boys to a degree. And like, we got each other's back. They know I got their back. Like Carolina baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's all fine and dandy, man. So I, I've kept things buttoned up. 
And, you know, listen, 2020, 29, let's, let's go back. 2018, you went to the Supers. Great year. 2019, hey, tough luck, bad things happen. You missed the postseason. 2020, you don't have a season, okay? Wash. And then last year, you know what? I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I think you had a, 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 a solid ball club. I'll leave it at that. But, but I have been as nice as I can possibly be, guys. Because at some point, you know what? You can sit here and tell me, oh, well, the SEC's improved. and This has changed. And that has changed. This... I don't give a damn about your excuses. I don't give a damn. You know, I question right now. I question right now. The people within Gamecocks baseball right now, are they just happy to be rocking a jersey? Does it fucking mean anything? Does it mean anything to the guys that are wearing the fucking jersey? Does it mean anything to Kingston? Does it mean anything to the players on the team? I don't give a damn anymore, bro. You know what? If parents don't like me anymore, then so fucking be it, bro. If players don't like me, then so be it. Because I love Carolina baseball more than I like anybody on that roster. I love Carolina baseball more than I like anybody on the coaching staff. I love Carolina baseball more than any parent of any player right now. I don't give a fuck. And I'm not even sitting here calling for a job yet, which is baffling because I probably should be. Guys, I'm going to tell you this too. And again, I hope everybody hears this. I hope everybody within Carolina Baseball right now hears it. I hope somehow this word gets out. I hope somehow these people hear this because you know what? If you think, if you really think, I'll go ahead and pat myself on the back and toot my own horn. Listen, I have had... Damn near every Gamecock legend you can think of on the airwaves. Damn near every one of them. You name a Gamecock baseball player or a Gamecock, we've had them, folks. We've had them. So I've got a lot of former Gamecocks baseball players that I conversate with, that I talk baseball with. And if you think for a moment, we're talking national champions, okay? If you think for a moment these dudes aren't chattering behind closed doors, calling Kingston what a slap dick he is, and aren't even just starting to even question what the fuck's going on right now, you, you got another thing coming, man. Because I tell you what, it's one thing for fans on Twitter to bitch, and hey, it's one thing for me to do it. But when you start talking about the best to ever wear the garnet and black, you start talking about legends that are pissed off, that are reaching out to me saying he ain't the guy. Reaching out to me saying he's making a mockery of what we built. How long can, I, how long can we ignore that? And again, I hope every motherfucker within the building hears it because they need to. Maybe it'll light a fire under somebody's ass. Does it, does it mean anything, man? Does it fucking mean anything? Again, I don't give a damn whose who's skin it gets under. I don't give a damn if I show up to the ballpark tonight, tomorrow night for, for the damn Vandy series, and they don't want to let me in because Mark Kingston's blacklisted me from coming in. Again, I'm not even coming on the airwaves calling for his job. We got 36 games to go. 
But I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't starting to lose faith. Because, again, I love counter baseball. It's personal for me, man. I mean, listen, we've never won jack shit in basketball. We've never won jack shit in football. And I've got expectations for those sports, and I want those sports to be great. But I've also got a lot of perspective and, and real perspective behind those. Carolina baseball does not fall under the categories of those two sports. Carolina baseball is not like those sports. Carolina baseball is our crown jewel. It is. It's our crown jewel. It is what we hang our hats on, folks. And it is what I grew up watching and love so dearly. So dearly, man. So dearly. All I wanted to be growing up was a Carolina baseball player. And I wasn't good enough. Bro, I wish I was in college right now. I wish I was pitching for the Citadel or something. This Carolina lineup, it's got to be one of the worst I've ever seen. I mean, it's pathetic, man. It is pathetic. Right now, right now, I'm not saying things can't change. I'm not saying somebody in that damn locker room can't step up and do something. It's the beauty of the game of baseball, man. You get an opportunity. Guess what? You got 36 more games. You got to play every damn one of them. I'm not saying it can't change. But there are things that are taking place that I am very bothered by, guys. This is not the kind of baseball I know and love. This is not Gamecock baseball. Last night was not South kind of baseball. It wasn't. And it really goes beyond just the one midweek game. I mean, guys, I'm talking about I got former players that won national titles reaching out. I got, I got parents of former players reaching out. I got people within the game, within the baseball community reaching out. It's not just one or two people. These are notable folks. And you can't do everything an alumni says or just because you did this, just because you lead the country in this when you were at Carolina. We can't just do everything you want to do. But, damn it, whose word am I going to go with? Who am I going to stand behind? Guy who won a national title for my school or fucking Mark Kingston? I remember when Carolina on the front of the jersey. I don't give a – take the fucking names off the jersey, bro. Take the names off the back. At this point, hey, take the names off the back. I don't know if we're pressing. I don't know if we're, we're – are, are, we, are we putting too much pressure on these guys? What is going on? I just come to you today as someone that loves Carolina baseball. And guess what, guys? I love being good in baseball. Football, man, we can go six and six. Basketball, we can go 500. Damn it, baseball, we're supposed to dominate. We are supposed to be the intimidators, not the intimidated. And I don't know if I've ever seen a team more intimidated at the damn, in the box. We let every pitcher dictate every at-bat. I don't know what our plan is. I, I don't know. This offense, it's the same offense as last year, except 
we're not hitting home runs. So all that excitement, all that fireworks we had last year, we don't even have that. We don't even have that anymore. I mean, we... I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like sometimes we got a bunch of dudes that are just fucking happy to be SEC baseball players. Oh, thank God. Let me just walk around campus as a king, and every girl wants to hook up with me, and I'm, I'm this, and I'm that. I'm, I'm, I'm this big bad shit because I play baseball at Carolina. No, guys were big bad shit because they won baseball games. Being a D1 baseball player is cool. Being a college baseball player is cool. I can attest. Even if you're not playing, being a college baseball player is cool. I'm sure being a player at South Carolina is cool. You know what's cooler? Winning games. Winning rings. Winning championships. I mean, we aren't even fucking remotely close to those conversations. You got Saturday Down South out here ranking us the 14th team in their power rankings. And I know many of you may say, well, to hell with those slap dicks. What does it matter? That's how people are perceiving this program. That is, I mean, guys, that is mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. There is no excuse, guys. You sit 10 and 10 right now. There is no excuse. You have one of the best ballparks in college baseball. You have the tradition. You have incredible fan support. You've got the resources and hell, you've got an AD that is one of the best college baseball coaches ever. What else do you need? And you can't recruit in state? You can't go get the best players in state? We, You know what we remind me of right now? This reminds me, and again, I'm not trying to knock individual guys on the roster. So, so please don't take it this way or that way. But this reminds me of when Jack Leggett was at Clemson. And, and we had Ray Tanner. And I would always knock Leggett. You know what my biggest knock on Leggett was? He doesn't recruit in state. There's so many good baseball players that, that actually want to go to Clemson. Consider Clemson. Think of how many legendary Gamecocks grew up as Clemson fans and went to Carolina. Guess what, guys? Scott Wingo and Michael Roth are two very notable ones. Because Carolina was the shit. Carolina was it. Carolina should be it. And Jack Luckett would, would rely on recruiting the Northeast and where he had ties, and that's all fine and dandy. But this state is rich with talent. And so, man, you know what? I, I applauded Kingston in the preseason for trying to attack his deficiencies with getting a Kevin Madden and getting a Brant Belk. And, again, I'm not trying to come down on those guys. But I see kids from New York, and I see these dudes, a Vandy transfer, and I see a kid from, from Delaware and Washington and, and, and this state. And that's Do these motherfuckers know what it means to be a Carolina baseball player, or are they just happy to be playing SEC ball? I mean, do they understand 
Do they get it? Do they get it? Or do they just walk by all that tradition and history in, in, in the lobby and in the locker room? And, and, I mean, do they ever look at the right field wall? Does it mean anything? Does it mean anything? I'm fucking pissed, man. I, I, you know what? I'm sorry if there's kids tuned in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I, I just I can't come to you today and record some normal show. I, I need to vent. I'm, I'm sorry. So I apologize if there's any parents out there that are upset or uh, they got their kids tuned in. I apologize, man. But I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm irate. I'm furious. I'm furious. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know, man. I, I can't come to you today and fake it. I can't come to you today and act like it's all okay. And, you know, listen, man, I get it. You lose midweek games. I, I get it. It's baseball, man. It's baseball. But after you got fucking embarrassed in Knoxville, you got embarrassed. I don't give a damn how good Tennessee is. You got embarrassed for three straight days. Flat out embarrassed. I was embarrassed watching them. And then you pull the stunt you pulled on Sunday with the botch rundown. And then you go to Charleston and you do that. You can't hit no better than that. I mean, I mean, watching us try to hit a baseball is like I, – I, there are many things I'd rather do at this point. Again, I'm not quitting on the season. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I don't give a damn. We lose every single game left. But th there is no 10-year plan here with kind of baseball. Okay. And I'll tell you guys right now, again, I always keep it a buck. I always keep it transparent, keep it honest. I'll, I'll always do that. Again, guys, you all want me to call for Kingston's head. All I said was in the preseason, hey, the expectations, they are what they are. They're very clear cut. I don't have to lobby for anything. I don't, I don't have to kick and scream. I don't have to do that. Kingston will dig his own grave. If, if this continues, he'll dig his own grave. I don't have to say a word. He'll dig his own grave. You missed the postseason this year, your grave is dug. That, that's it. Your grave is dug. And again, guys, it ain't even just that. I'm telling you, I, I obviously, for obvious reasons, am not going to say names or conversations or anything. Maybe someday we will be able to do that. But I'm telling you, man, the amount of combos I've had off the record with some of the greatest Gamecocks to ever wear the uniform. Convos I've had with players. Believe it or not, current players. Some of them. The convos I've had with parents of former players that played recently, like as recent as last year. I've had some disturbing conversations. And I've really done all I can to formulate my own opinion. Because listen, sometimes, you know, things are said and, and there's bad feelings between certain people and coach. It just, it happens. You know, if you, if you've played a sport, you know, you understand not everybody has a positive experience. Guys, guess what? Some people didn't like Ray Tanner, right? Some people didn't like Ray Tanner. So you listen to it, but you take it with a grain of salt. But at some point, point, 
I don't care if you're a dick, man. I don't care if you're not likable. I don't care about any of that. But you can't be an unlikable dick and not win. Bottom line. The expectations in this program, they are what they are. And they will never change. And I will never lower my expectations. I will never lower my expectations, man. What I watched last night was fucking pathetic. I'm tired of sugarcoating. I'm tired of, oh, well, it's okay. You know, you, you just tip your cap to the Citadel pitchers because they just threw such a good game and Citadel played their hearts out. And, man, fuck that, dude. To hell with that. You're South Carolina. You don't lose to the Citadel on a Tuesday. Are you joking? There's no justifying that. You're South Carolina, man. Three runs on a Tuesday? You can't scratch out more than three runs on a Tuesday? Guys, the midweek is supposed to be at least what the greats have told me. Hey, let's go out there and beat up on somebody. Let's, let's, let's boost our stats. Let's have some fun. God, we finally get a break from SEC play. We make every pitcher look good. Every single one of them. What does it mean, man? That, that's just what I come back to. What does it mean to you? I remember when wearing that Carolina across the chest really meant something, man. Carolina baseball meant something. And now I just – I'm sick, man. I'm disgusted. I'm, I'm damn near at this point, man. I'm damn near fucking ashamed to call myself a Gamecock fan. I mean, I really am to that point, dude. Calling yourself a Gamecock is damn near an insult. Truly. This program is better than this, man. And I'll tell you what right now, we are not going to lower our expectations and our standards for fucking nobody. We sure as shit ain't going to do it for some dude from South Florida. So, you know what? If you don't like pressure and you don't like the expectations and looking at what's gone down at this program, when you look at that right field wall, if that makes you uncomfortable, then get out. Then get out. Again, I love Carolina baseball more than I like anybody in that dugout. I love Carolina baseball more than I like anybody on that coaching staff outside of probably Scott Wingo because you know what? Scott Wingo is someone who understands what it means. Scott Wingo is someone who knows what it means to win. He knows what this, I can't even imagine what Scott's feeling right now. So I'm not sitting here. I want to make one thing clear. I'm not sitting here today with the whole hashtag fire Kingston. I'm not, I'm not putting coals on the fire Kingston train again, guys. I don't have to do that because there's no gray area, as I said earlier. If this continues, Mark Kingston will dig his own grave. 
And you know what? He might not be dead yet. We might not be dead yet. But I tell you one thing, a loss last night was another nail in the coffin. And it's closing quickly. You can miss me with that, you know, well, just blindly support whoever because they're a Gamecocks coach. And like I said, man, you know what? It's cute to go six and six in football. It's cute to go nine and nine in conference and basketball. But for this shit to be going down in baseball, that's where I draw the line. That's where I just draw the line, man. This shit is pathetic. And if you don't like what I'm saying, you're affiliated with Gamecocks Baseball right now. You want to go block me on social media? You know what? Fuck you. I hope you hear me. Fuck you. Show me then. Show me something. Show me something. Because you know what? You can either take the criticism, you can take the heat like a damn man, like a legend, and turn it around and let it fuel you, or you can be a little bitch and cave and we'll have a terrible rest of the year. And you know what? We'll just reset this motherfucker. We'll blow the whole thing up. I don't really give a damn at this point. I'm, I'm sick of it, dude. I'm sick of it. I, I've just, I've had enough, man. In, in this moment, I've had enough. I love Carolina baseball. I love this program. I believe the Garnet and Black. I do. And last night just hurts, man. And that and the and the weekend going to Knoxville, getting getting embarrassed. It hurts, man. And it shouldn't hurt me more than it hurts the guys in the locker room. It shouldn't hurt me more than it hurts the head coach. It shouldn't. Ought to be embarrassed walking around campus right now, calling yourself a counter baseball player. Bro, if you ain't, you know what? If you ain't never made it to Omaha, if, if you ain't never made it to a super regional, bro, you ain't a counter baseball player, bro. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not. Counter baseball is winning, man. <laughs> you're not. This is a program over the course of a decade. I'm going to wrap up, I promise, guys. But this is a program over a course of a decade. A bad year for us should be, damn, we got to travel to a regional. God, we didn't have a good year. We ought to be hosting damn near every year. Should never miss a postseason. Ought to be hosting damn near every year. Super regionals half, half the time over the course of a decade. College World Series three times or so out of the course of a decade and the national titles, you know, that one's tough. It takes care of itself when you win that much. The great Ray Tanner only won two. But bro, again, we're not even close to having those conversations about Omaha and national titles and pro. We're fucking pathetic. Take a look in the mirror, man. This ain't Carolina baseball, bottom line. And if you think it is, I'm going to get your ass correct real quick because it ain't. It ain't. Just for the sake of doing it, 
I've got it written down here. TSUS midweek MVP. Um, Carson Hornung, two for three with a ribby and a walk. I like the way he swung it. And, uh, yeah, now you got Vandy coming to town tomorrow, Thursday through Saturday series. Eight o'clock, seven o'clock, and two o'clock first pitches at Founders Park. And, of course, Vandy's a top five team. One publication you even has them ranked number one. They will come in and beat the living shit out of you if you don't change something quick. And, and Carolina baseball, we should never feel that way. On our home field, we should, well, God, I hope we can just salvage a game. What the fuck is that? Salvage a game on the home field? What is that? What happened? But that's where we're at right now. So you know what? Maybe there's going to be some people after this show that tune in that don't really like me anymore. Don't really care for me. Don't think of me the same. In closing, I'll say this. I don't give a fuck if that's how you feel. Because I love Carolina baseball more than your opinion. I do. I really do. And I just want to see this program return back to where it should be. Because this is an elite program still. I don't know if at some point the standard got lost or, or we started you know, making excuses or treating it differently. This is an elite program. There should be an insane amount of pressure on you to win. Insane amount. And I'm not saying guys on the current team should be thinking about all the time, well, what would have, what was, what would Whit Merrifield have done? What would Scott Wingo have done? What would, you got to be your own player and your own person. I totally get it. I totally get it. But there's a disconnect somewhere, man. There's a major disconnect. You better get it figured out quick because Vandy's going to come in ready to beat the shit out of you. Bottom line. And, and 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 if you bring a similar effort from the last four games, Guess what? It'll be Sweep City again. You'll be 0-6, and, and you'll be 10-13 and 13 overall. Fucking pitiful. Just sickening, man. It's sickening. It's got to change. Y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'm out.